Gemara Ta'anit Nafchav Dalid. Masechet dedicated by Jamal Brothers, Norman, Joseph, and Jacob, memory of their grandparents, Sally and Norman Jamal, and uh, Vicky and Joseph Beda. Ruach Hashem Tanichem began Eden. Amen. Today's that being studied. Da'idun Ishmat Sha'ul Ben Bahia. Ruach Hashem Tanichem began Eden. Amen. So we begin today's daf Rabotayin Chav Gimal Amud Bet, and we're going to start on the bottom of the Amud, and it's going to be on the bottom line actually. And the Gemara says Rabbi Yosef, but Rabbi Nevashikiyach Kamed Rabbi Yosef the Menukrat. So Rabbi Yosef, the son of Avin, used to study by the Rabbi called Rabbi Yosef the Menukrat. Shavke, he left him. Ve'atale Kamed Rav Ashe. And instead, he went to study by Rav Ashe. Yomahad Shamed Kakari. So one day, Rabbi Yoseh hears that Rav Ashe is teaching the following: Amar Shemuel, the name of Shemuel, has sholed dag min hayam b'Shabbat. Somebody that takes a fish from the sea on Shabbat, kevan shiyabesh bo kesela. Once already, the fish starts to dry up. Uh, a spot on the fish, the size of a sela, which is a coin, hayav. Hayav. What is he hayav for? Because that's already considered netilat neshama. It's already as if he killed the fish. Because if, if, once already it dries up on the fish the, the, by that by that size, it won't be able to to live anymore. Even if you throw it back into the water, it won't be able to live. So when he heard Rav Ashe saying this halacha, Amar le, sort of Yosef Ravin said, Rabbi, velem amor uben snapirav. You have to. Uh, um, Explain that this is only talking about where the dry spot is between its fins. That's the only time it's going to make the person hayaf. So Rav Ashe says, Which means, don't you hold that um, that that, uh, that statement is uh, from Rabbi Yose uh, Ben Rabbi Avin? Which means... That, not everybody agrees with that qualification. That's only the Biyoseh, but Avin, he's the one that holds that opinion. Which means that Vashi didn't know that he was talking to the Biyoseh, but Avin. <laughs> so he said, hold it. Amar le ananihu, I am him. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Again, the Vashi was saying halakha. He was saying it according to other opinions. So the Biyoseh, but Avin says, wait, you have to teach that uh, statement, uben snapirav, that the, that the dry spot's got to be between the fins. So the Vashay says, that's the Biyoseh, but Avin said that. He says, wait, that's me, I'm, I'm, I'm that rabbi. So he says, Amar leh, velav kamed the Biyoseh bin Yukrat ha-vashkiyah mor? I thought you studied by the Biyoseh the bin Yukrat, what are you doing over here? Amar leh, hen, says, it's true. Amar leh, umay ta'ma shafkeh mor v'atahaka, so what are you doing over here? Why did you leave the master to come over here? Amar leh, gavra da'al bereh va'al barteh lo has. A rabbi that doesn't have any mercy on his own children. He's going to have mercy on me? So therefore I said, uh, I got to get out of there. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? He didn't have mercy on his own children? What's the case? What's the story regarding your son? So one day, one day the Biyose Ben Yukrat had workers that were working for him in the field. So it was late already and he didn't feed them. And he didn't give the workers what to eat. So the workers tell the rabbi's son, Kafinan, we're hungry. So they were sitting under a fig tree. And there was not the season of the fig, so there really wasn't any figs on the tree. 
Amar, te'ena, te'ena, hoci'i perotayich. So the son made a miracle. He says, te'ena, te'ena. You know, bring, uh, bring your fruit out. Ve'yuchlu po'ale aban. Let my father's workers eat. Apiku ve'achlu. Sure enough, the fruits came out miraculously and the workers ate. Adahache ve'ache ata'abu. In the meantime, uh, the Rabbi Yosidim in Yukrat came back and he brought the food. He brought, you know, he knew he had to feed them. So, Amar Dehu, lo tinketu bedartaychu. So he asked for apologies. Please um, don't have any claims against me or, you know, suspect me for not bringing you the food on time. The reason why I was delayed, I was about doing a mitzvah. Until now, I was able to come. So they said, God should satisfy you, just like your son satisfied us. Where did he, where did he, have, where did he get your food over here? So they told him the story. I went to the tree. He made a miracle. He brought the tree. He brought the fruit for us. So the rabbi said, You troubled your creator in order to bring these uh, figs for the tree, fruit before its time? Wow. So you'll be taken from this world as well before your time. So you see, he was very strict on his son. The Gebra says, What was the story regarding his daughter? Again, this is the Biyoseh, but Avin is saying, How can I learn by a rabbi that doesn't have mercy on his own children? So Rabbi Yosef, the Minyukrat, had a daughter that was very beautiful. So he saw one day there was a guy. So he made a hole in the fence. And he was looking at her. You know, he was peering uh, at this beautiful girl through the fence. My high. He says, what are you doing over here? If I didn't merit to marry her, at least let me look at her. So let me do something. So the B.O.C. went to his daughter. You're giving uh, the uh, the people anguish. You're causing the people tsar. Your beauty. Go return to the dust. And the people will not uh, sin on account of you. It's amazing. So therefore the rabbi said he, 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 he uh, didn't have mercy on his own kids. So therefore, how can I learn by him? So the Gemara tells another story about the Biyose de Minyokrat. He had a donkey. When people would rent it every single day. So in the evening, they would put the payment on the back of the donkey and send it back. And it would go back automatically to the Biyose's house. And if they put extra money on the back of the donkey, it wouldn't come. You have to put exact change. Uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't move. So one day, they forgot a pair of sandals on the back of the donkey. And the donkey didn't move until they removed it. So that's the stories over here regarding this first rabbi uh, today. Now read that as she's on top. Rabbi Shnachanina, Yomahad Shem Erebi Yosiba Rabin, the Rabashe. 
Right, and then that's the way we learned it. We, we learned it according to the second way of Rashi that the Biyoseh heard of Asher teaching the halakha of Hasholeh Dag Minayam. And it was Biyoseh, and Biyoseh was the one that said, Hey, you forgot to tell them Ben Snapirav. He said, Ah, oh, that's the Biyoseh's opinion. He said, Yeah, that's me. Amar if you trapped it, so then you have for trapping. So it's got, who cares if it dried or not? So that she has to go out of his way to tell us that we're not dealing with a situation where it was trapped. Let's say it was in a bucket, so it was trapped already. Otherwise, who cares if it dried up or not? The second you pulled it out of the water, you're trapped. So you have for, for trapping. So Ella, you take, and she just gives us a scenario where Tzad is off the table. The issue over here is the Tilat Neshama. Okay, continue. Amar Leh. Oh, nice. So he's giving me a reason why he has to quote the name. Yeah, there's a rabbi that made that statement. Uh, the, the rabbi that made that statement is the Biyoseh Baravin. We have a rule. Whoever says a halakha in the name of you know the rabbi that he heard it from, he brings Gilulat to it. He brings salvation to the world. So therefore, you know, you should be makbid on that. Right, that's the fins. The fins, they look, they look like wings. That is, she says, the snapirav. He flies with them. They don't fly, obviously, but that's like, they like wings, the snapirav. Right, now back to the story. He told the workers, please don't have any claims against me, you know, that I brought you food late. This a guy. This a guy. I was toiling, I was, I was busy. Right, so he was peering at her through the uh, hole in the fence. No, that's it. That's it. That's coming back. And now let's read Tosfot. Tosfot says, Shole dag menayam. Shole kemo magbiya. Shole means like he lifts. Kevanchi yebesh po kesela shadainu mefarkes. Which means it's still being mefarkes. It's still moving. You didn't kill it. If you kill the fish, then there's nothing to talk about. Ubeshaash mefarkes, and when it was still moving, you threw it back into the water. So one of them is Shochet. Shochet is Netilat And therefore, even though you threw it back in the water, Tosfot's teaching us it's not going to live. It's not going to be able to swim anymore. Therefore, you're ready. So that's, that's that. Now let's go check Maharsha Rabotai. Um, if you look at the Maharsha, Maharsha says... Uh, the workers said that God should satiate you like your son satiated us. Right, which means they should have blessed the son. What are they blessing the Biyo said in Yukrat? That you should be satiated. He didn't give him the food. Why, did they, why didn't they bless the, 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 the son of Rabbi Yosef? And Maharsha says, because they, they assumed that it was the zechut of Rabbi Yosef that the miracle happened. 
Bizkutas Torah and all that. So they knew where the, uh, where the miracle happened. Shehaya Osek, Az B'Mitzvah. Not only that, because he was Osek B'Mitzvah at that time. So therefore, they said, ah, now we know how the miracle happened, because you must have been Osek B'Mitzvah at that time, and therefore, the miracle was generated in that, in that merit. Hitrachta et konecha, which means, why wasn't he worried that they were benefiting from Ma'asin Nisim? That they were, you know, it's miraculous uh, uh, the, the figs. Which is, no problem, he can, he, he, can, he can take whatever they benefited and be Magdishit. So therefore he can undo the, the Hana'a element of it by... You know, taking the the value of whatever they ate and being magdisha to the you know to to to, to kodesh. Right, which means if that was the only issue of you know ma'asin nisim uh, that you know they were benefiting from ma'asin nisim, that would not have been enough reason to to to, to curse his son. But uh, the fact that he he did an unnecessary miracle to cause God to change the nature, so that already caused him. The next one, he tells his daughter. Go back to the dust, so the people will not stumble by you. Which means people want to marry you. Like he said, if I wasn't okay to marry you, so at least let me look at you. That's the second thing. That you're causing people to come to the Isur. They want to look at you, and they don't have to look at you. The Pasu says, in the image of a beautiful girl, many people uh, stumbled and became corrupted. Right, he should have told her, oh, you should lose your beauty. He shouldn't have been so strong to tell her she should go back to the Afar. Because I mean, like we learned on yesterday's daf, you know, when Hannah, that he be, the rabbi Yashiv said that Hana should go back to her uh, un, uncomeliness. Well, he should have done that. Exactly. Did Abraham pray for Sarah to die? Even though she was causing people trouble. She was causing a paron, a melech, and all that. He didn't say, well, you're causing people to, to make sins and he cursed her. Yeah, that, 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 wasn't, that, wasn't proper, uh, that wasn't the proper way. Okay. What's the next one? If they put more money on the donkey, so the donkey wouldn't, uh, wouldn't come back. So we always hear about the hamor of Rabbi Ben Yair throughout Shaz, but nobody ever mentions this hamor of Rabbi Yosef Ben Nukrat. Why don't they use that as the example of... Uh, you know, the honesty or the tzaddikim and all that. We just hear it in Ta'anit once. It's a better story, which means the Rebbe's donkey was strict not to eat something that his master would not eat, namely something that was not me'usar, something that was not tithed. Which means the donkey was not mahmir on himself at all. Which means he didn't, he, the Reaper Haas's donkey wasn't eating. So therefore it affected the donkey. The, the donkey himself was mahmir. Here, he just didn't return the, the money. The, the donkey's not benefiting from the money. He doesn't eat the money. So therefore it's not a story on the tzidkut of the donkey. 
Exactly. This is a gazel issue. It's, it's a nice thing that obviously his donkey was a mahmir, but it's not, it's not mahmir, it's gazel, first of all. And it's not a mishirut nevish of the donkey. Bibirhas' donkey didn't eat. So that way, that's why it brings that, uh, that story over there. Okay, now let's go back to the Gemara. The Gemara tells us another story. The Azar Ish Birta. A fellow called El Azar Ish Birta. Whenever the charity collectors would see him, uh, when he would see them actually coming, Havu Tashumine. Oh, sorry, when they would see El Azar Ish Birta coming, they would hide from him. I mean, it's so. So, so beyond our understanding, that's why it's tough for me to understand the Gemara. That's why I made a mistake. Habu Tashumine, the Siddaka collectors are hiding from the Bir Azar Ishberta. Why? Because whenever they would meet him, whatever he had in his pockets, he would give them. And they didn't want to matriah him. Then we, you know, he's going to take everything out of his pockets. Yomahad, Habas Sadiq the Shukan, the Mizban, the Dunya Liberate. One day he was going to the market to buy. Uh, Nidunya, you know, uh, trousseau for his daughter. Hazyuhu gaba'esedaka. So the gaba'esedaka saw him coming. Tashu mine. They hid from him. So he chased them. Azal v'rahat batraus. He's chasing the charity collectors. Amadehu. Ashba'atihu. I'm making you swear to me. Be'mai askitu. Tell me what you're involved in. What are you collecting for? Amadehu be'yatum v'yatoma. We're trying to marry off an orphan boy and orphan girl. Amadehem avodah. They come before my own daughter. Shakal called the Habab Hadeh, where he took all the money that he had in his pocket, whatever he had, and he gave it to them. Pashle Hadzuza. He was left with one Zuz. Zaban Behite. And he went and he bought some wheat with it. When he came home, he threw whatever he bought, he threw, he threw, you know, threw it into the, into the closet. Atad Debitu, his wife came home. So he tells, she tells his, the daughter, what did your father bring home today? Whatever he brought home, he threw it into the, into the closet. So she went to open the door, you know, to see what her husband brought home. And she saw that the, the closet was filled with wheat. It was coming uh, out of the hinges of the door. And they couldn't open the door. It was pressing against the door, and it wouldn't open. That's how much there was. So the daughter went to the Beit Midrash. Go look what the one who loves you did for you. She made a miracle for you. They considered Hegdesh, consecrated property. You cannot take any more then the anim would take. You know, it doesn't want to benefit more from this miracle. You can only take whatever the anim are allowed to take, which means not more than anybody else. That's she. Tashu mitpanav. Hayum mitchabeim. Ha'avodah shibu'ah biyatom yitomah lezaveg zeh vazo. Akalba osa shachitim o'abcha akadosh baruchu ela keyahad ma'ani yisrael. Ah, so you first of all, you want to be nehenef for ma'asenisim, and if they if you are, if they do make a nest for you, they take away from your zechuyot. So therefore, he said, um, I guess ra'anim, you can give it to them if they need it. So therefore, he said, we're not taking anything more than we need. Let's read the Maharsha. Maharsha says, lemizban. 
נדוניה לברתי העבודה של קודמים לביתי, ויש לדקדק, אמי עשה כן, והעניה כרובך קודמים, וכל שכן ביתו. אוקיי, פמילי פרסט מהרשא אסקס. We have a rule, charity begins at home. So they were, why did uh, the, this rabbi, Elazar Ishberta, be so uh, generous to give away his wife, his daughter's nedunya uh, to, 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 to strangers? V'dohak lomar, sheyalo bebeto, la'afriz, le'nedunya gam lebeto. It's a dohak, let's say he had more money at home, and therefore he was okay. Le'amash, le'shena'asa ani al-yedeze, she'ahab lehu, called the Ika Bahada, it sounds like he gave everything, he left his last penny. So it doesn't sound like he had some, uh, you know, reserves. He says to his daughter, you're like, you're no different than any other, uh, any other Ani, implying that, what, that they were poor. Then goes back and says maybe he did have money at home. And therefore, he, he wasn't... Uh, <coughs> to spend but he was a poor man, because the minimum to have is 200 zoos. So he didn't have the threshold of 200 zoos that puts him over the level of Ani. Uh, when it says that he had nothing left in his pocket, uh, meaning when it says he, he only had a zoos left, means in his pocket, but he had zuzim at home. So that's the Mahasha learning. Which is when it says in the Gemara that he was only left with his zoos in his pocket, and with that zoos he bought whatever, doesn't mean that, that he was down to his last zoos. He was down to his last zoos in his pocket, but he spent, you know, he had money at home still. That's what Mahasha wants to, uh, to reconcile. Okay, let's continue. One more time, back to the Gemara. Rabbi Yehuda Nesia, Gazar Ta'anita, Rabbi Yehuda Nesia decreed a fast. Ba'a o ba'er rachameh velo atametra. Okay, he prayed, didn't rain, the rain didn't come. Amar, kama ika mishmuel aramati liyehuda ben Gamliel. Look at the difference between Shmuel aramati, Shmuel ha-navi, to Yehuda ben Gamliel. Look, look, read Rashi, Rabbi Yehuda Nesia. Right, he says, I'm praying and praying and praying, I can't bring the rain. Shemuel Aramati brought rain even outside of the rainy season. So he says, Woe to the generation that was put in such a, uh, you know, such a state. Takua, meaning uh, they're stuck. You know, woe to him, you know, woe, to, woe to the rabbi, that this occurred in his time. Rabbi Yehuda Nesia was uh, depressed from this. All of a sudden, atamitra, and the rain came. The Ben Nesia is the Nasi's court. They declared a fast. But no one told Rabbi Yehuda Nesia, in the morning, they told them that uh, there was a fast uh, proclaimed yesterday. We have a problem. We didn't make a Kabbalah. We didn't accept it from the day before. We automatically 
are uh, you know, we follow them. Whatever the Beit Nesiyah does, we're drawn, we're drawn after them. Which means it's for the Sibur, so therefore we're drawn after them. Read Rashi. It's as if we accepted it. There's another story. One time the court of the Nasi, they proclaimed the fast. But the rains didn't come. So there was a rabbi called Oshaya. Uh, he was the, the youngest of the Hachamim over there. And uh, he quoted the following. That if, let's say, um, you have uh, Sanhedrin, it's a pasuk, that, um, that makes a mistake, and therefore they have to bring a korban if they made a, uh, you know, uh, 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 an error. So he gives a mashal on this pasuk. Mashal kala, Mashal to a bride. Shehi bebet aviha, and she's still living by her father's home. As long as her eyes are still pretty, you don't have to check the rest of her body. But once her eyes become weak, which is basically saying that it's the leader's fault. As long as the leaders are, are doing the right thing, they don't have to worry about the people. However, if something's going wrong with the people, it's because the leaders, the eyes of the people, which is the the there's something, uh, there's something wrong with them. Something wrong with the Nasi. He was giving uh, the Musar, Rashi. Uh, there was two Oshayas. So it has to mention this, this was the Oshaya Zaira. This was the Oshaya, the youngest of the, of the group. And what did he say to them? Good. The ones that enlighten the, the people. That's called the, the, the eyes of the people because they enlighten the people. It's unbelievable. It says, the problem is not in the people. The problem is in, is in the leadership. And therefore he's saying, <laughs> So therefore, we don't got to check. The, 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 the rest of the people don't have to check. We see where the problem is. The problem is in the eyes. So now what happened, well, obviously they, um, they must have not been too happy about that Musar uh, that they got. So the Gabbara says, Atu avde And... Um, they, 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 they took their handkerchief or the kerchief around Oshaya's uh, head. They threw it over his head. They came at Sa'arula and they began be, beating him up. Like, they covered his head and they started to, to hurt him. Amru lehu benem So the people of the place came to help the rabbi, came to help Oshaya. Shevke, leave him alone. Dehaname mitsa'ed lan. He harasses us also. That's what he does, this guy. He's a, he's a Musar guy. He gives Musar to everybody. But we see that everything he does is l'shem shamayim. Lo amre de midi v'shavkin ande. We we leave him alone. So therefore, atun name shavku. Certain guys give musar, but they're not l'shem shamayim. This guy is l'shem shamayim. So therefore, you know, you can you can leave him alone. Read Rashi. Atu amre de resh galuta. Good. Next story. Rabbi Gazat Ta'anita. Rabbi was Gozera Ta'anit. Velo Atamitra. And the rains didn't come. Nahid Kameh Ilfa. 
So Elfa went in front of the, uh, you know, uh, the Aaron uh, to pray. Ve'amri la Rabbi Elfai. Some say it was Rabbi Elfai. Amar, Mashi Baruah. He said, you know, let the, let the winds blow. And all of a sudden, V'nashav Zika, Morid HaGeshem. Let the rains fall. V'atamitra. Like that. So the beast says, "My What exactly do you do that? You don't answer so quickly. I live in a very poor village. Where they don't even have wine for Kiddush and Havdalah. And therefore, I'm matriya myself. I exert myself to make sure to bring wine for Kiddush and Havdalah to make the, for, for the people. And I fulfill their obligation. And therefore, uh, that's my zikhut. Kiddush. Kiddush and Abdallah. Rashi. Nachid Kamer, the Shnei Ateba, Neshach, Kimo Neshad. Bekusma. Kusta. Kusta, no, you're good. Bekusta, the Hegat. Bechad Achuk, Sheshbot, Aniyut, Piyote. Okay, poor village. Rav, Ekla, Lahu, Atra. So Rav came to a certain place. There was a drought. Gazal ta'anitav velo atam mitra. Okay, made a ta'anit, brains didn't come. Nahid kameh shalichad asibura. So a certain shalich sibur got up in front of the rabbi and he said, Amar mashiva ruah, v'nashav zika, Amar murida geshem, v'atam mitra. So he just said the magic words, mashiva ruah, v'nashav geshem, boom, the rains came. So the rabbi told him, Rav tells him, Amar leh, my obadach, you know, what exactly do you do? Amar leh, mikre dar deke'ana. I'm a teacher, I teach children. Which means I teach all the children equally, the poor as well as the rich. Whoever cannot afford to pay me, I don't take anything from him. And I have some fish ponds. Any child who rebels, doesn't want to study. So I bribe him with some fish. Those days didn't have candy. How do you bribe a kid? You give him a fish. So therefore, whoever doesn't want to learn, I give him some fish. So I not only, not only doesn't, he, doesn't he pay sometimes, that I have to pay for him. And then I, I set him up, and I appease him. So he entices the kids to come study. That's she. Pira de Kavre. Unbelievable. I get, I get them, I prepare them. I, I, I make them ready to study. Gibra tells another story. Rab Nachman Gazat Anita. Okay, Rab Nachman made a, uh, a fast day. He decreed a fast. He prayed for, for, for mercy, for the rain. Amar Shaklua le Nachman. So he says, Take Nachman, Habotom in Gudal Ara, and throw him from the top of the wall to the ground. What do you mean to say over there? Which means, remove me from my position. Obviously, I'm not worthy to be in this high position. Take me from the high place and throw me to the ground. Obviously, I'm not able to bring the reins. I'm not only to be the leader. Halaj <laughs> He got depressed. And that sa'ar of the rab ultimately caused the, the rain to come. One more. Rabah gazata anita. Rabah was gazata anita. Ba'ara hame velo atamitra. Amru Atamitra. When the Behuda used to decree, if, uh, uh, you know, fast for the rains, it worked. Why come your prayers are not effective? What should I tell you? 
he says, Imishum Tinuye, if you think that they were studying more Torah than us, the earlier generation of Rabbi Yehuda, Anan Adif Nan Minayu, we're better than them in that regard. The Bishnet of Rabbi Yehuda, in the uh, years of Rabbi Yehuda, called Tinuye, all their learning was what? Benizikinava. They were experts in the Zikim. However, Anan, we study Kamatnina Bishita Sidrin. We are well versed in all the Shisha Sidrin Mishnah. Furthermore, the Yehuda would come teach the Mishnayot of Uksin. So they got to the following Mishnah. So a lady is, let's say, pickling vegetables in a pot. Or some say the case to where they're taking an olive that one is putting it with their leaves and they're preserving it in, let's say, the vinegar, whatever it is. Teorin. So the law is that they are tehorin. We'll see what that law is in a minute. When they got to that Mishnah, what did they say? Amar, habayot, terav, ushmuel, kazin, ahacha. Wow, we need the analysis of the great rabbis of Rav Shmuel. They felt that that was a hard Mishnah for them. They said, we need analysis of Rav Shmuel to explain to us what this Mishnah is. Ve'anan, but us, kamatninan be'uksin telesan metifta. We have 13 different yeshivas in the city that are studying Masechet Uksin. Jesus said, everybody's studying, we know it well. But what's the difference then between us? Not the Torah. When Yehuda would take off one of his shoes as a sign of affliction on, 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 on the Ta'anit, the rain came. And we're crying out in prayer all day long. And nobody's paying attention to us. So, if it's because maybe something I'm doing something wrong, let somebody come and tell me. Let somebody come and rebuke me that maybe we're doing something wrong. What should we do? The reason is, the people of the generation must be different. That's not our learning, and it's not our deeds, meaning the leaders, but must be the, the generation itself is lacking. So the Gemara says, let's catch up in Nashi for a second. Mm-hmm. So the law is the law is of a yadot. Yadot is like the the stems or the handles of the food. Anytime you need the handle to hold the food, the stem to hold the food, so it becomes part of the food. So if the yad of the food becomes tameh. It transmits tum'ah to the food itself. But the rule is, so long as the food needs the, the yad. Very good. Right. What ends up happening is when they press it in the in the uh, and then they're pickling it, they become soft. So therefore, the they're dying fall off. So therefore, you can't really lift the the olive or the the vegetable by the yard anymore. So therefore, the yard doesn't serve as a handle anymore to the food. So therefore, it doesn't have a din of ochen. So therefore, the yadaim tehorot in such a case. That's the mishnah. Koveshet. Uh, okay, so they're learning <laughs> They're learning not to, to pickle, but to press. They're pressing them 
in order to get the juice out. But bottom line, it causes the handles to fall apart. I guess you dry it out, if we, that's how you preserve it. You get all the liquid out, so now it's a dried uh, item, and the dried item stays for longer. But at the time that you do that, you cause the, the handle to become uh, compromised. Teorin. Very good. We need the analysis of the great rabbis of Shmuel, and they didn't have clarity. But we're studying this Mishnah, why until Summit on 13 academies. Shalosh is there. But what happens when they took off one of their shoes? Uh, so they had a Right. If anybody knows anything bad we're doing, let me know. Ella must be because it's not because it's, it's the generation. Now let's just catch up in the she's over here. He says, Mahasha. I'm reading Mahasha. Look at the difference between Yehuda and Shmuel Ramati. The Shmuel Yehuda had to pray. The Shmuel prayed for rain. I'm praying with the Rabim. That's the comparison. Which is Shmuel was able to do it alone. And I'm praying with the whole Sibu and I still can't bring the rain down. Another explanation is Shemuel got rain out of the season, which is a Hadush, and I can't even bring rain during the season. That's what he was comparing himself to. So the rabbi blamed himself. Right, the goof is the door, and the enayim of the door are the leaders. Which means, instead of using the 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 the, the, the pasuk that talks about the eda doing a sin, he used the pasuk of the eneha eda doing the sin because he wanted to blame it on the on the leaders. Lo uskarbo halama ela asiyah the lo shiach beneha eda asiyah the chen darshu the eneha edaim asikenim umanigei adot vayedehem neesta the chen shu medamem manigim neenaim yatzalim amashav fine. One more. Who's greater in Yirat Chet and Anava than the B? And he wasn't answering. And what? The rain came because this guy that brought the Kiddush and Havdalah wine? How can it be? That's a small thing for him. You didn't need to use Rabbi for that. Rabbi's a cannon. You didn't need the cannon for this. Yeah, you can bring the small guy with the Abdallah and the, and the Yain. That's the Hadush over there. Not that Rabbi wasn't worthy to bring it, but uh, it's uh, overkill. You didn't, you didn't need Rabbi Zikhut to generate that, uh, that item over there. Okay. And that's that. Okay, Rabbi